Hey everyone, Miss Akimoto here with your next chapter of the Phantom Tollbooth. So yesterday the banquet ended and as the king, tr- everyone was stuffed, and as the king tried to make a closing speech, everyone ran out of the room except for Milo Talk and the humbug. So Azaz is saying now, he's like, we need to do something about the fact that everyone runs away. And they were trying to come up with ideas and the king just started started grumbling and saying like, well, nothing makes sense anymore. Everything's kind of not going well. So Milo suggested that the king bring back the princesses rhyme and reason. So let's see what happens next. This is the second part of chapter eight, the humbug volunteers. Perhaps you might allow rhyme and reason to return, said Milo softly, for he'd been waiting for just such an opportunity to suggest it. How nice that would be, said Azaz, straightening up and adjusting his crown. Even if they were a bother at times, things always went so well when they were here. As he spoke, he leaned back on the throne, clasped his hands behind his head, and stared thoughtfully at the ceiling. But I'm afraid it can't be done. Certainly not. It can't be done repeated the humbug. Why not? asked Milo. Why not indeed? exclaimed the bug, who seemed equally at home on either side of an argument. Much too difficult, replied the king. Of course, emphasized the bug, much too difficult. But you could if you really wanted to, insisted Milo. By all means, if you really wanted to, you could, the humbug agreed. How? asked Azaz, glaring at the bug. How? inquired Milo, looking the same way. A simple task, began the humbug, suddenly wishing he were somewhere else. For a brave lad with a stout heart and a steadfast dog and a serviceable small automobile. Go on, commanded the king. Yes, please, seconded Milo. All he would have to do, continued the worried bug, is travel through miles of harrowing and hazardous countryside into unknown valleys and uncharted forests past yawning chasms and trackless wastes until he reached Digitopolis, if, of course, he ever reached there. Then he would have to persuade the mathematician to agree to release the little princesses. And, of course, he'd never agree to anything that you agreed with. And anyway, if he did, you certainly wouldn't agree to it. From there, it's the simple matter of entering the mountains of ignorance, full of perilous pitfalls and ominous overtones, a land which many venture, but few return, and whose evil demons slither slowly from peak to peak in search of prey. Then an effortless climb up a 2,000-step circular stairway without railings, in high wind at night, for in those mountains it is always night, to the Castle of Air. He paused momentarily for breath, and then began again. After a pleasant chat with the princesses, all that remains is a leisurely ride back through the chaotic crags, whose frightening fiends have sworn to tear any intruder limb from limb and devour him down to his belt buckle. And finally, after a long ride back and triumphal parade, if of course there's anything left to parade, followed by hot chocolate and cookies for everyone, the humbug bowed low and sat down once again, very pleased with himself. I never realized it would be so simple, said the king stroking his beard and smiling broadly, which, you know, the funny part of this is, if you listen to the words, none of it sounds simple at all. Anyway, I think that's really interesting that there's that juxtaposition of the humbug who knows he's suggesting this ridiculously hard task, saying, oh yeah, it's so simple, you just have to knock, you know, just climb up 2,000 stairs, it's no big deal. 
Anyway, let's see what Zaz thinks. Quite simple indeed, concurred the bug. It sounds dangerous to me, said Milo. Most dangerous, most dangerous, mumbled the humbug, still just trying to be in agreement with everybody. Who will make the journey? asked Talk, who had been listening very carefully to the humbug's description. A very good question, replied the king, but there is one far more serious problem. What is it? asked Milo, who was rather unhappy that the tur- the, with the turn the conversation had taken. I am afraid I can tell you only when you return, cried the king, clapping his hands three times. As he did so, the waiters rushed back into the room and quickly cleared away the dishes, the silver, the tablecloth, the table, the chairs, and the banquet hall, and the palace, leaving them all suddenly standing in the marketplace. Of course, you realize I would like to make the journey myself, continued Azaz, striding across the square as if nothing had happened. But since it was your idea, you shall have all the honor and fame. But you see, began Milo, Dictionopolis will always be grateful, my boy, interrupted the king, throwing one arm around Milo and patting talk with the other. You will face many dangers on your journey, but fear not. I have brought you the I have brought you this for your protection. He drew from inside his cape a small heavy box about the size of a school book and handed it ceremoniously to Milo. In this box are all the words I know, he said. Most of them you will never need, some you will use constantly. But with them you may ask all the questions which have never been answered, and answer all the questions which have never been asked. All the great books of the past and all the ones yet to come are made with these words. With them there is no obstacle you cannot overcome. All you must learn to do is use them well and in the right places. Milo accepted the gift with thanks, and the little group walked to the car still parked at the edge of the square. You will of course need a guide, said the king, and since he knows the obstacles so well, the humbug has cheerfully volunteered to accompany you. So we call this uh, being voluntold. So you're being told you're volunteering for something. The poor humbug. Let's see how he reacts. Now see here, cried the startled bug, for that was the last thing in the world he wanted to do. You will find him dependable, brave, resourceful, and loyal, continued Azaz, and the humbug was so overcome by flattery that he quite forgot to object again. Oh, I'm sure he'll be a great help, cried Milo as they drove across the square. I hope so, thought Talk to himself, for he was far less sure. Good luck, good luck, do be careful, shouted the king, and down the road they went. Milo and Talk wondered what strange adventures lay ahead. The humbug speculated on how he'd ever become involved in such a hazardous undertaking. And the crowd waved and cheered wildly, for, while they didn't care at all about anyone arriving, they were always pleased to see someone go. And that's the end of chapter 8. Come back tomorrow to find out what happens on the first part of Milo, Talk, and the Humbug's Journey. <laughs>